Hello and welcome to Bills From Afar podcast. You're with me, Tim Rudge, and my co-host, Charlie. Charlie, how you doing? I'm good. Really looking forward to another interview with uh, with a Bills member from afar. Uh, we've got Fernando Schmood joining us from Brazil, um, formerly of Cover One uh, today, a former professional footballer, former professional goalkeeper, um, you know, the soccer version of football. So, uh, yeah, really excited to hear um, his story about how he became a Bills fan and, uh, and taught Bills. Yeah, so here's our interview with Fernando. Okay, so we're joined by Fernando, who is a Brazilian Bills fan. Fernando, how you doing? Hey, Tim, I'm good. Thanks for asking, and I'm glad to be here to be to talk some Bills with you, right? Always good to talk some Bills, and especially with people also not from the U.S., right? It's, yeah, it should well. be an interesting experience. It's funny, you know, the, the primary reason we do this, me and Charlie, is to connect with other non-US Bills fans. So it's an amazing, you know, global network, isn't it? It reaches worldwide. We've had fans on from all corners of the world, I'd say now, Charlie. We like to try and understand people's people's, people's stories, really. I mean, I yeah. think one of the reasons that Tim and I started this in the first place is that we wanted to be able to talk Bills and we were texting every day. And um, we were like, right, what, what kind of what kind of what can we do that allows us to talk bills every week? And so, uh, so we set up a podcast and, and uh, awesome. even if nobody, nobody listens to it, that's fine. It still gives us an outlet, which is great. Um, so Fernando, tell us a little bit about where you're from uh, in Brazil and, and how you got into the bills. Yeah, I live down South nowadays, right? I, I was born here in, in the South of Brazil. It's a city called Blumenau. The state is Santa Catarina. And, and, but I actually live all around the country because of my former job, right? I used to play football professionally. Our football, not American football, right? Right, Our so you're a football. soccer player, huh? Yes, I refuse to call it soccer, you know? <laughs> Just like you, probably. <laughs> but I, Just I'm my a Ameri- former... American friends. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm a former professional goalkeeper. I played professionally, like, for 16 years, right? And if you take into consideration the academies, I, I lived there playing football like since I was 13, so 20 years plus, all right? And since I retired two and a half years ago, I moved back to my hometown, Blumenau, and, and been there ever since. I nowadays coach goalkeepers at one of the Inter Milan academies here in Brazil, right? And and I became a, a, a big time Bills fan, Back in the 90s, all right, I, my first contact with football uh, happened through the Super Bowls. And back in the day, we here in Brazil, we didn't have other games on television other than the Super Bowl. So uh, as a young kid watching the Bills every year in the Super Bowl, right, uh, it was an easy decision to pick them. Uh, I loved the logo. I loved the charging buffalo. I loved... Uh, Thurman Thomas running around. So as a kid, I was like five, go. six years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you were same, same as me then. You, that's how you got yeah. into the Jim Kelly years, Thurman Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, it was difficult for me to understand the game back then, right? So uh, watching Thurman Thomas doing his stuff, it was fun as a kid to watch, right? And and so I picked the Bills and and been rooting for them since, since that time and and went through, uh, have been through all the emotions that we are as abuse fans, right? 
Absolutely. And it, how, I mean, how accessible was the NFL back then? I mean, I remember here in the UK, it was one game a week on a Sunday night. For us, it was 6 p.m. And mm-hmm. the Bills were on yeah, relatively often because they were a pretty good team back then. Um, yeah. How easy was it to follow in Brazil? I mean, was it was the coverage good? Nah, it was it was minor, you know. Uh, the Super Bowl was an event that they put on television just to try to get the the game going here. But back then, that was it. Then a little bit later, it started to be the entire playoffs, you know. But it was difficult to follow. Even the internet back then was wasn't so accessible, right? So uh, I was pretty young, so I, I could follow very from afar back then. And I think I could really follow the team after the 2000s uh, with better internet access. And, and that's where I could learn the game a little bit better and to follow more closely the team. All right, the 90s were tougher in this situation. I used to say... Thank God I didn't watch the forward pass back in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, the 13 seconds last year uh, happened. So I can't say I'm thankful anymore, you know, because... The pain's the still year. there. It's still there. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Because when you think about the 90s and how successful the Bills were about the Super Bowl, and then you get into noughties and, you know, 2010s, and only just now in recent years we start to become successful. So we can actually um, see it for ourselves as Bills from afar that, you know, the Bills team are good finally after all these years of, you know, being able to follow them, you know, we, we were, what, 17 years in the wilderness without any playoff games. So it's all a bit new to us, isn't it? Uh, even for you guys, like as, as Bills fans, just because of how the lack of coverage was back in the 90s. Well, this is it. Our experience now is completely different to what it was in the Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas era. Yeah. You know, we occasionally got to see them and they were good, but, it was it wasn't the same i mean now we have game pass and you can follow every watch every game and we have social media and you can really feel like you're part of the bills community i mean fernando i imagine you like me you didn't know a bill another bills fan <laughs> i didn't know one yeah, until i was absolutely. an adult right? <laughs> no I, I i couldn't and also i i had no idea about what was happening you know it was like a completely different game it's it's like nowadays if i need to watch curling maybe i can't understand that you know so uh i just picked the bills because i love the colors the logo thurman thomas and 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 then i started to play madden right so madden was huge for me yeah uh, Yeah, yeah. learning the game and and even uh being able to keep tracking you know the roster the uh the players knowing the players and uh it played a huge part for me you know early on and and I still uh, a Madden player nowadays, so it's it's still with me. But the, this experience from f- with this team nowadays, it's completely different from the '90s, uh, and it's a, a a new feeling to to have a team like this. To have Josh Allen as the quarterback, uh, to have a, a franchise quarterback, it's like uh, like the first time ever because so it was so different back then. And to understand what we're watching as well, to actually understand the yeah, game better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. 
<clears throat> yeah, so um, can you tell us a bit about the like, Bills Mafia community in Brazil? Is there a Bills backers group? Like, Have you ever met any other Bills fans in Brazil? Uh, yeah, I, we don't have we don't have one of those Bills Backers bars official Bills no. Backers group, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, here, WhatsApp is a pretty popular uh, social yeah. media. It's used a lot here to, for communication, more than Discord, more than anything else. And and so we have some WhatsApp groups with Bills fans, right? Uh, Facebook group, and the fan base is starting to grow more now because before Josh Allen, we can put it this way, right? Before this <laughs> era, uh, we were a group of, of guys in the 30s, all right, from the 90s, a small group who is still loyal. We, we, we stayed loyal for all those years, went through all the drought and all the difficulties from these, the 2000s, right? And we stayed patient, stayed believing, staying waiting for this turnaround. And now, since and since Josh uh, started to really look good, right? Um, the the fan base is growing again. And and since I think the Bills nowadays are one of the most fun to watch teams and a powerhouse offense and all this stuff. So it's growing. Our fan base is growing, but. We have a pretty loyal group, right? I think it's similar everywhere. I think it looks yeah. more or less like the same, right? Yeah, and do you feel like um, the game as a whole in Brazil is growing as well as a result of, you know, the game pass and, you know, just having more of it at the tips of your fingertips, you know? is there? Um, and if so, if you feel like the game is growing, like who are the most popular teams in Brazil? Oh, no doubt, uh, team. Uh, the game, uh, I think Brazil is one of the, the the places where NFL is growing the most, you know. Uh, there are a huge interest here. Uh, people love fantasy football. I hate it. I only put Bills players in my fantasy team so I can play, <laughs> right? But uh, actually, now maybe it would work, right? Josh is a, a stud on fantasy. But I used to have a fantasy team like Tyrod Taylor, Shady McCoy, <laughs> Sammy Watkins, Dan Carpenter, you know, so I can yeah. play it. But, <laughs> but yeah, definitely the game is growing a lot here. Um, and I think the biggest fan base is here. Unfortunately, the Patriots fan base is huge. All right. Uh, obviously, here, Brady is pretty famous. And, and my wife once told me, like, we need to root for Brady because Brady is Brazilian. He's married to Giselle, so he's Brazilian. And I was like, come on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but there is this connection. And obviously, uh, uh, it's easy to understand why they have a huge fan base here. Um, but also, the Broncos fan base is pretty big. I think that period when Peyton Manning went to the Broncos played a huge part on that. And the Packers fan base is also big here, right? I think those three may be the biggest fan bases here uh, from the top of my mind I can remember, right? Yeah. It's, it's funny how uh, these sort of teams start to um, build fan bases depending on what profile it has and who's successful at that time. You know, unfortunately, we're recording this on um, on, on Saturday, the, uh, the 12th of March, and Brady is here in the UK watching a Man United game. All I can oh. say is, is, is how the mighty have fallen. Uh, you know, 
So <laughs> <laughs> Super Bowl winning quarterbacks are having to watch Man United. How 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 old is that? <laughs> <laughs> so so Fernando, you were I think formerly part of the the Cover One family uh, for a while, um, and I think you still produce content. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Uh, oh, it was a, an awesome time. Unfortunately, I. I um, when I retired from my soccer career, from my football career, I I started to need to live a real life, you know, get a real job, and and <laughs> and the time started to be shorter, right? But yeah, um, it was an awesome experience. I still have the guys sometimes in my show. Now I have a YouTube channel where I I produce content for for mainly for Bills Mafia here in Brazil, right? In Portuguese, they were asking a lot about this. When I, back then, when I started to write about the Bills, uh, there wasn't really a huge interest here, all right? Especially about the Bills. So it was easier to write in English for, for Cover One and, and, right. and produce for, for American and for all over the world fan base, right? But nowadays, they, they are growing. They want more content in Portuguese, so I'm producing in Portuguese. Sometimes I'm bringing people to to talk with me in the show, and I translate it later for them, right? So, and you are invited to be there sooner rather than later, right? So we can talk some views here. Uh, but uh, that's it for now. I'm I'm when I write some texts, I started the season writing a little bit, but the time is really short nowadays. And I I published it in a Substack account that I have, um, but mainly it's for my channel right now in YouTube, right, where I can produce a lot of content for Bills Mafia here in Brazil in Portuguese. They are they are they need that you know they yeah. need that they want that and and I'm focusing on this right now, helping the people here in the fan base here to grow. That's awesome. What's the name of the channel? It's my name, Fernando Shimudi channel. I, um, this cool. show, actually, I put leading the charge, you know, and and but it's in on my name, Fernando Shimudi yeah. on YouTube. Uh, the channel I'm posting those content there. Well, we'll definitely uh, retweet that out and uh, see if we can get you yeah. some, maybe some uh, some Portuguese followers too. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, awesome. Is growing there. <laughs> so we I talked a little bit about your how you became a Bills fan. Um, you know, I, I pointed. I've got my Thurman Thomas jersey frame behind me. Would Thurman be one of your favorite players over this period of time? Who, who stands out as the as the you know your favorite player from Bills history? Yeah, I, I'd say Thurman was the first love, you know, but I <laughs> couldn't even say like, oh, he's one of my favorite views ever because I, I watched him so so little, you know, it was a little, uh, little a few opportunities to to watch uh, Thurman back then, and so I, I'd say my favorite views ever is Kyle Williams, you know. Mm -hmm. um, not just because the player, but because the the man, you know, the the, the professional. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kyle is uh, is almost the same age as me. I think he's one year older. And as he was uh, when he was selected by the Bills, I was also becoming a professional, and I always looked after. You know, I looked up to to Kyle, followed in his footsteps in the sense of okay, I need to be a professional like this. I need to be a leader like this. So I used to, to look up to Kyle 
despite it being a completely different sport, uh, but the way he carried himself, you know, low profile, high, uh, hard worker, uh, big time player, big time leader. So uh, it was easy to root for him and to fall in love with the way he, he played and the way he represented the Bills on the field, off the field. So no doubt he's my favorite Bills ever, probably. Um, I wrote a, a, an open ladder, an open ladder for him when when he retired, and and it was I think one of my favorite texts to to write about the Bills. Um, but other than Kyle, I think Josh is becoming. I think at the end of the day, Josh will take his place because <laughs> he's really awesome. And again, not just as a quarterback, but the way he carries himself, the way he he says all the right things, and and when he needs to trash talk, he does it on the field. You know, he yeah. does it directly to the to the Jalen Ramsey's or to the Patriots guys. You know, and not on the media where it doesn't matter. He always yeah. looks good on the media, and he always does the right stuff on the field too. So I love the way Josh carries himself. And, he has that and, charm as well, doesn't he? He has that twinkle in his eyes. So even when he is yeah. trash talking, it's done with a kind of smile on his face. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, uh, even uh, I, I'm not a hockey guy, you know, but I, I saw from, from afar the Jack Eichel come back to mm. Buffalo recently. And I was, all I could think was like, Jack, uh, Jack Eichel is so unlucky because... He will be compared to Josh, you know, and, and it's the worst possible comparison, you know. Uh, if it was Baker, it, if it was any other guy, it would be easier. But it's so easy to look like a, a, a jerk, <laughs> I can put it <laughs> when you compare to a Josh Allen guy. So um, I and, think he's in a bad spot, you know. And those comments that we hear from Jack Oakle, you can't even imagine Josh ever saying something like that. Can yeah. You? Just, it just never yeah. happened. Never happened. Absolutely. Um, now, are you a, a jersey collector? I see you got Mario Williams behind you there. Yeah, I, I would like to, to mention that. It's my first jersey, jersey okay, uh, a Mario Williams one. And he was one of my favorites, too. I think if I had a top five, I think it would be Kyle, um, Josh, all right? And, and then two, uh, three guys that I really like, other than Gene Kelly and, and stuff. Mario Williams. Um, Eric Moulds, I'm big time Eric Moulds fan. Uh, I'm I'm in the minority here. I have an unpopular opinion that Eric Moulds is our best wide receiver ever over Andre. All right, and, okay. yeah. yes. and he was unfortunate with his quarterback situation. I think Eric Moulds in Andre's place, he's no doubt in the Hall of Fame. You know, and and Mario Mario and Takiyo Spikes. Takiyo Spikes was awesome when I was just starting to be able to follow the games it was a short stint but he was awesome i was like my goodness this guy is a beast so i think these guys are my favorites no doubt and 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 yeah mario was my first jersey it's very expensive to get a jersey here in brazil all right our money has no value nowadays so it's difficult and and it was a birthday gift a birthday gift from my mom and my sister Awesome. That's awesome. Maybe one final question before me from me before I hand back to Tim. Um, 
we talked a little bit about your, your your memories, but do you have a favorite memory? You know, is it back through with the Thurman Thomas era or something more recent? What stands out to you as your favorite Bills memory? Okay, I think the first favorite memory I have, other than, than knowing the Bills in the 90s, uh, was that Lawyer Milloy game, you know, that we trashed the Patriots in the home opener. <laughs> that memory is awesome. Uh, guys hitting Brady and Big Sam Adams returning uh, for a touchdown. So that game was awesome. It, it was my first best memory, right? Yeah. But, it's like any uh, game where we beat the Patriots always. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, a highlight. Actually, it just feels yeah, great, no matter how bad I they think, are now. <laughs> absolutely. Because that one, then 2011, that Fitzpatrick game, Fred Jackson game, that big time come back, come from behind win, right? So another great memory. Um, then the end of the drought, I think. Kyle hugging his sons, that, that always... Yeah. gets me you know i can't watch yeah. that scene all right uh that was awesome for me and 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 then this last game against the patriots my goodness it was too good to be true you know i was i was ecstatic there like my <laughs> gosh I did let, me, let me tell you fernando i think tim and i reveled in that game quite a bit as well but we mm. recently had an end of season party for bills matthew here in london and uh, we were very f- friendly with the, uh, the landlord here, the Fitzrovia Bell, the public hosts in London. And I said, could you put that game on for us? Because we want to watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. That was like, uh, I saw a tweet that described it like, okay, that's uh, 20 years uh, of punishment in one game. And I, it felt that way. It felt that way. I felt like, I felt like avenged by that build, you know. <laughs> just um, before I get back onto the questions, I just wanted to add for when you said about Mario Williams for the jersey, the first jersey that you've got uh, behind you there. I was just thinking, despite the the drought years and the really poor teams, imagine that front four unit under Doug Marone in 2014 and Mario Williams, Kyle Williams, Marcel Darius, and Jerry Hughes in this team. You know that would make a huge difference, wouldn't it? If we were able to get that unit in and play for us next season oh it that would was... be it would be awesome right imagine that yeah. front four, front, that right? was... they were they were awesome yeah that'd be super bowl or bust well and truly so what does your game day look like like do you are you able to watch with friends like do you know anyone that would watch your games with you do you have any traditions or habits that you have uh before you watch for games uh, I usually watch not alone, not with friends, not with other Bills fans. I used to, I normally watch from at home, you know, from my couch with my dad. My dad became a huge, uh, a huge Bills fan. He learned the game from me. And I think uh, around 2014, 2013 was the first season he really watched. Uh, wow, the seasons with the cold front, absolutely. Or uh, Kyle Wharton was our quarterback, I think 2014, probably. And and so he watched every game now too. And my wife, but my wife sleeps all afternoon. All right, it's normally like 2 p.m. start uh, or 3 p.m. start. So my wife is like after lunch, she starts to watch the game and sleeps all afternoon in the couch. And me and my dad, we. We watch the games together and, and it's fun. Okay. Uh, Sunday is football Sunday for me. I 
get up early, put my Bills gear on, and and watch some Good Morning Football, some shows, and try to to get in the in the atmosphere of the game as much as possible. Got it? Yeah, yeah. Your your wife must be quite a deep sleeper because I can imagine if you and your dad are watching it, and I can imagine you'd be getting <laughs> quite animated uh, during the game. She must be quite a deep sleeper to sleep all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. She's used to it already, you know, so she, she can get through these, these problems. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So we touched on about favorite Bills memory and we talked about the uh, Patriots wins uh, from last season. But do you have any other personal highlights from last season outside of the Patriots games? or any other? Yeah, I, I think it's difficult to put anything over this Patriots game, right? Yeah. Because it was really, really awesome. But the season overall, it was... A uh, uh, big time highlight, in my opinion, the way they're playing, the way we could see that okay, it wasn't a fluke season, it wasn't something with the the COVID and no crown in the stadium or or Josh just having one great year. No, it's for real. They are repeating what they did one year before. They are establishing themselves as a, a big time team, both sides of the ball, right? So. Uh, I think overall it was a great year. Um, I loved also the way, uh, I think my other than the win over the Patriots, uh, the way Josh played best, uh, against Kansas City in this last game, I think that's a big time highlight because in no way he deserved to lose that game. And, and I think he did enough to win or more than enough to win the game twice in the last two minutes, you know, and, and unfortunately we found ways to lose that game, a game that Josh won for us, right? Not just not just him, obviously, Brian Dable, all the offense, but I think it was a big-time highlight. I, I feel so confident after watching this playoff run by Josh. Uh, I feel very confident about our future because as long as Josh played this way, we always have a shot, right? Yeah, definitely. I really enjoyed the, it's, it's going to sound weird because it ended up being a loss, but the Buccaneers game in prime time when we looked completely down and out um, at half time, yet it seemed like Josh took it personally. And, you know, he said, you know, to hell with it. I'm going to find a way to get this team back in into this match. And all credit to the defence as well, because they made the stops and allowed Josh to, you know, get that offence in position. But that felt like a, you know, turning point in the season for me. Like after that, we just saw Josh Allen, you know, just go out on a godly level, you know, how he was playing. So um, that's a really good answer. Like, yeah, we lost that Chiefs game, but it definitely, as you said, wasn't down to Josh. You know, he played out, out of his world. So no, that's really good. So what's your current, uh, what's uh, your take on the current state of the Bills? Like, how well do you think we're set up to have an, a Super Bowl run next year? Yeah, I, I love the current state of this team, you know. Uh, uh, I think. Uh, it's going as planned, right? Uh, when we draft Greg Rousseau and when we draft uh, Boogie Bastion, uh, I think people were like, okay, the, the guys need to be studs year one, but I don't think it was realistic. Mm. So I, now I see a lot of people worried about our, our defensive line rotation and stuff like that. But I mean, if, if the plan works the way Brandon Bean expected 
we probably gonna see a, a, a leap in Greg Rousseau's performances, in Boogie Bastion performances, and Jay Peneza performances. So uh, I think the plan is going, right? It's continuing to develop. And, and I think we have a roster to compete right now, okay? We have a good roster to compete. Uh, we can uh, find some pieces here and, and here and there, like, oh, if they find a way to add Chandler Jones, awesome, awesome, right? Uh, a prime uh, premier pass rusher to to play alongside the young studs. It would be great, right? Uh, we know it's not easy with the cap space, but we already have a solid group, a very good group, right? Uh, I think um, one of the things I was always worried about was the offensive line, but Ryan Bate was impressive. Right, the way he the, the offensive line started to play after he was inserted in the starting lineup, it made me way more confident. Right, uh, like it was one thing that I could see losing us an uh, important game in the playoffs, uh, and wasn't it anymore? It started to be a, a strength. Right, Josh started to be well protected. The running game started to work. So I think the the overall the group is good. I think. It will be important to add good pieces in the draft, in the free agency, doing in a smart way. But I trust, I trust the process, right? I trust yeah. our GM, I trust McDermott. Uh, I think we have all needed to come back strong again, yet again. And who knows, who knows which kind of piece we can add uh, in the first round. Maybe a stud wide receiver who can help this offense to be even more uh, dangerous and or a uh, 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 cornerback two maybe I think those two would be my my favorite uh, draft choices. All right, since I think a pass rusher there wouldn't be different from Rousseau, Boogie, Peneza. I'd rather go pass rusher in the free agents in, if possible. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It feels like we now have a, this sort of shape and the organization to have sustained success. You know, whether you make the Super Bowl or not, but we're going to be in the playoffs every year with Josh Allen and this organization because the shape that they've created with this roster, the fact they're managing the cap, it feels like it's a stable, sensibly run organization. And simply wasn't the case for, for a long time, for, for well more than a decade. It, it really does feel different as a Bills fan now. Um, we mentioned a bit about free agency, and, and I'll, I'll ask a couple of questions about the draft in a second. But there's a few a few players, and, and Tim and I had a, had a show earlier in the week about free agents at the Bills, you know, the people that are on the bubble that maybe we'll see come back, maybe we won't. You mentioned Ryan Bates. Obviously, there's um, there's people like Harrison Phillips. Um, are there sort of players that you want to desperately want to see come back? Are there, you know, what, what are your feelings on some of these guys who, um, you know, the Bills have got some tough decisions to make in terms of who they bring back and who they let go? Yeah, I, I think Bates and Phillips are, are big time names in this list you know i think harrison phillips finally looked like the guy i think most of us uh imagined back at stanford and you know when his draft happened right uh i remember in the first few mock drafts he was like a round one prospect so uh we could see uh, uh the upside there and and in this last year i think he finally established himself as a uh, a starting level, a good starting level defensive tackle, a good young piece to have alongside Ed Oliver, right? We can, like, 
right now we can see them as a pair for the next five, six, seven years doing well. So I think getting him back to the roster would be huge. Yeah. And on the other side of the ball, Ryan Bates, I think the same way because the potential is there. He's young. He's he's a, a technician, in my opinion. And, and I love what I saw from him, you know. What about Levi Wallace? Um, there's a lot of debate on you know, what his... Uh... What his remuneration would be next year, how much money he would want or deserve. Um, you know, we've obviously got Trey White, who's is injured, may not be back for the start of the season. In fact, it's looking likely he would be. All the people saying we should be drafting a cornerback too. What's your sense? Do you think we should be bringing back Levi Wallace? And and you know, do you think we can afford him? Yeah, I honestly, I I I'd move on on Levi, but not because I think he's bad or because not because of that. I think. At the right price, I'd like to have him back, okay, or very cheaply, like this last last year, you know, because I think he's proven. I think you can you have a solid floor with Levi Wallace starting as you start uh, as your cornerback two, even as a cornerback one, as we saw after Trey went down, right? But I think Dan Jackson sort of showed he can play at uh, uh, a similar level. Got it. Yep. And I see I see both with the same kind of issues. Like, um, for example, against the Chiefs, I don't think they did a poor job. I think they did a good job uh, with their limitations. All right, they have limitations. Uh, they were late draft, late round guys or undrafted guys because of these limitations. Right? They aren't running 4.3, 40 yard dash. They don't have that speed. They don't have the 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 physical. Uh, the the physical qualities to be top-notch cornerbacks, right? So they know the scheme. They play well in the scheme, okay? They are solid technically. But if you can upgrade it with a a solid prospect from the draft, right? Or if you can try a more experienced guy in the free agency that maybe is trying to play for a contender and accept a, a, a smaller contract, I'd go that route this way because I think yeah. when it really matters, Levi and Dane aren't enough, okay? They can help you, but they aren't enough when you lose a guy like Trey. So yeah. I, I'd rather invest a, a first-round pick, a second-round pick, and try to find this answer at the cornerback two position, especially since we have Trey getting back at some point. And Tyrone Johnson is, uh, in my opinion, a, a very good nickel corner, uh, one yeah. of the best in the business, in my opinion. And the safeties, we don't need to even need to talk about them. Right? <laughs> no, <laughs> some of our favorite players, especially Micah Hyde, is very high up on my list. What's uh, your prediction, Fernando? Do you think we'll actually draft one? Because if you remember last draft, everyone was clamoring for a cornerback, and it never happened. And that let that um, made the fan base clearly disappointed. And they don't have a history, other than Trey White, really, of ha- drafting a high corner. Do you think this is when we break? break for tradition and you know bean and mcdermott go ahead and do it i have my doubts you know because <laughs> understandably yeah <laughs> they, they love their their defensive line guys you know like yeah. we saw these these uh two pass rushers in the first two rounds last year but also if you come back to the carolina panthers days like they were drafting drafting defensive tackles like three years in a row in the first round like lotulule and then um, I forgot his name, the guy. But after that, uh, Vernon Butler. 
Yeah. Cowan Short, Cowan Short, right? So they drafted Lotulere Short and Butler like three years in a in a row. And the way we we are right now with Phillips as a, a free agent, a free agent, right? I'm not so sure if if Bean is gonna pass on a <laughs> good defensive tackle prospect there, okay? <laughs> But yes, I'd like him to go in my in my my mind. Going cornerback or wide receiver at that first round pick, I think you can have really good prospects falling down yeah. to that that pick. And I would like to go one of these two positions to finally have a prospect you can really feel good about at cornerback instead of these late round guys, right? Yeah. Or to give Josh another weapon since we don't know if Cole Beasley is coming back. I I don't believe he he's coming back, all right? I I don't I don't think we can find a nice trade. We just saw Amari Cooper getting traded for for fifth yeah. and sixth round pick, so I don't see a good trade happening for Cole Beasley. And also I think he doesn't offer yards after catch and we need that, right? So um I'd like to see one of these two positions. I hope they go there with one of these flashy guys that we can have in this, uh, these positions, but it wouldn't surprise me to see another uh, defensive tackle <laughs> at the round one pick. Yeah. So uh, you know, we've talked a little bit about draft. I mean, Tim and I love the draft. Uh, we, we, we watch film and we try and do our research and, and build our own big boards. Are you also really into the draft? Is that something you look forward to each year? You know, or do you kind of just wait and see, see we pick and then look at those players afterwards? No, no, I, I really enjoy it. I just don't, I, I'm not a guy who follows the college season all along, you know. I'm not really into college football. I watch the, the playoffs and the championship game, but I'm not watching all season long. Uh, during the football season, the Bills season, I'm focused 100% on the Bills. And when it starts to, uh, after the playoffs, when it's draft time, then I start to, to look for information, Uh, watch some games, watch some tapes, watch some highlights, uh, have talks with people I trust from Culver One, from Buffalo Rumblings, some friends from from internet, and started to to really um, build uh, like an opinion about those guys, right? Uh, the combine, I love to watch the combine and 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 stuff like that. But yes, it's really important. I remember. And my wife always makes sure to remember me how I reacted when Josh Allen was drafted and, and how <laughs> I hated it. And she was like, oh, you hated Josh Allen pick. You can say anything. And I, yeah, you're sure. You're right. Okay. But, but yes, I love it. I love to, to, yeah. to really study the prospects and, and to do some mock drafts. I recently did my first one. I posted. I will post on my my YouTube channel soon, right? And I went cornerback round one. Okay, so what's cornerback? You say cornerback? Oh, uh, let me remember. Uh, Gordon, maybe. Kyler Gordon, yeah. Washington. Yeah, Gordon. I think he fell down there. Uh, I don't. I don't do trades on my mock, so yeah. I. It was. It was right before the combine, so he didn't. He hadn't run his his forty yet. Right, and maybe now he can fall down a little bit in the second, but uh, I feel good about him. I think he's a, he's a really good prospect, right? 
and maybe he he fell down to us. He doesn't he run a four point five, I think, right? So he maybe is a good prospect for for the Bills. And for Kyler Gordon, he looks quicker on film than he did. He ran at the yeah. combine. He looks really athletic. So I like yeah. that pick. I've got him quite high on my board actually. So um, yeah, I've got him over actually. Trent McDuffie. I think I actually have him. Uh, usually you see McDuffie over Gordon and then he's like considered second tier but I've got Gordon mm-hmm. over uh, McDuffie myself yeah McDuffie wasn't available for me in my mock at that time yeah yeah, yeah. No. so you said quickly that you hated the Josh Allen pick who did you want the Bills to get in 2018 I was a big time Lamar Jackson guy okay so big big time Lamar Jackson guy I wrote a, uh, an article for for cover one about this why Lamar Jackson would would be the pick Okay, uh, in my mind, I was like, okay, uh, Brendan Bean, McDermott, they had Ken Newton, and now they have uh, a Mike Vick 2.0. So, no doubt they're going Lamar Jackson because of the impact on running game, all of that. I was, I, I didn't believe Josh could be Ken Newton like in the running game, like he is, or even better. Uh, so, I had Lamar as uh, I wanted him badly. I still think it wouldn't be, uh, we wouldn't be sad if he was the pick no. nowadays, right? Right. He's yeah. different. He's a different kind of animal. But I don't, I wouldn't trade Josh Allen nowadays for <laughs> nobody, know. man. Even no. you can give me, you can give me Mahomes. I'm not trading Josh, okay? No. He's the total package, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Absolutely. No, so, you've done really well there because I was expecting Josh Rosen. A lot of people are high on Josh Rosen, <laughs> weren't they? And Bill's Mafia. Yeah, so. I was you high on well. him <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. Was, was pretty high on him. He was like, I was like, okay, Rosen is the best passer. I think he will be a great passer. But Lamar is different. I was like this, yeah. you know, Lamar is different. And, and yeah. I think I would love to, back in the day, to have him. Any other sort of standout draft prospects that you've seen? Anyone you think, well, oh, I'd love to see them in the first round? Anyone that you've uh, either drafted or, or watched some film on that you really liked? I love the Alabama kid who's injured. Uh, Williams? Yeah. I'm yeah. bad with the names now, yeah? Yeah. But I, I love him. I love him. Uh, I think uh, when I see him catching that, those deep passes, all I can think is like, okay, if Josh could do that with Robert Foster... Imagine yeah. with this guy, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, he's quick, he's isn't there, he? Yes, yeah. he would be my pick. If, if he's there, uh, well, there's I would a chance. I mean, with him. the injury, maybe yeah. he drops to it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So I he love him as the pick there. Um, I think also the, the defensive tackle from Georgia, who just, who just uh, had an awesome combine, right? I don't see him being a viable and right with this combine but but he's impressive also and he fits something we need right as as a nose tackle and and he's athletic he can probably stay on the field on on the three downs i think um sort of like vita via like you know for the buccaneers so those yeah, his two combine maybe, performance was 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 epic wasn't it, it was it yes was it was ridiculous. impressive <laughs> yeah 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 you can't see it, you you don't see a big guy like that moving that way every day, right? So it's bet, awesome. I, uh, I think they are my my top two guys. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I would like to have as, as a bill in our pick twenty five. Fantastic. Well, um, it's been a pleasure having you on, Fernando. I've got one last question for you, which is, what's your prediction for next season? 
Um, do the Bills make the Super Bowl? Do the Bills win the Super Bowl? How far do you think the Bills are going to go? Man, I, I think we can go all the way, honestly, okay? It's not like, how oh, I root for the Bills and I think they co- can go all the way every year. No, it's not true, all right? But after what we saw this last playoffs, like, man, we could have won it all. It's, it's, not, uh, it's not like being too optimistic, right? Uh, no. Actually, I think if we beat the, the Chiefs, we don't lose that game to the Bengals, right? And I, I wouldn't I see we losing another game that season. Josh was on a mission. So uh, I think we can go all the way, no doubt. Uh, I think the moves will be very important. That's why it's so awesome to to get into this part of the season. Some fans maybe aren't into drafts or free agency, but maybe you are win- we are winning or we are getting to the Super Bowl right now with the moves we do right now. Uh, being uh, Being like... Okay, doing the right choices, but being lucky too that the guys develop quickly, pan out quickly, right? And I think we can go. We can go all the way, no doubt. I think it won't be easy, but the team is progressing year after year. We lost some coaches, but I think, uh, for example, Dorsey, in my opinion, it was the best possible hire if you lose Dable, right? You are giving continuity to what we saw in the playoffs. Uh, we, you can't expect Josh to play better than what he did in the playoffs. So why are you going to mess with that, right? No, keep going. Yep. Keep, uh, keep working. Keep developing on that. So I, I'm really confident. I think we can go all the way. And we just need a little bit of luck in the moves right now. And uh, healthy-wise, right? They need to be healthy. Uh, it's important. Wonderful. Yeah, well, it's been great having you on, Fernando. Thank you so much for telling us a little bit about uh, what Bill's Mafia in Brazil is all about. Um, uh, people, if you want to follow Fernando, it's Fernando Schmood. I hope I pronounced that correctly um, <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> or uh, you can you catch him on Twitter, and then you also have links to his uh, to his YouTube channel. I know maybe uh, during the regular season we'll have you on for uh, to talk about a game as well if you if you're up for that. Awesome! Uh, I I would love it, and I really appreciate. I'm glad to be here today. It was a very fun talk, and I hope I can have one of you or both of you with me in my channel at some point. We can talk some bills for Brazilian Bills Mafia here. So you can give me some some Portuguese words also. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with some. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> no, that's been great. There we go. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you ever so much, Fernando. And uh, yeah, I look forward to speaking to you again. Thanks, Fernando. Thank you. Well, thanks very much for joining us again on Bills From Afar. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, please feel free. We are Bills From Afar on Twitter, or you can get in touch with us individually. He is Tim Rhodes 90 I am Charlie underscore sport, or you can email us on Gmail, BillsFromAfar at gmail.com. Until next time, go Bills. Go Bills.